0: so what's up family let's jump right into this one energy vampires and when i say that let's let's well let's talk about what energy vampires are i feel like the phrase itself should be a little self-explanatory but i'll expand on it a little bit energy vampires are people that you get around and they just make you feel bad They literally drain you of your energy. You could be in a good mood. They put you in a bad one. You could be in their presence. And (laughs) you just sometimes they don't have to say anything, you know, just feeling a vibe off of someone. They give you bad vibes. That's also an example of an energy vampire. And I think every single person that's a human being on earth, regardless of your status, your background, your culture, where you're from, your creed, mental health status has been able to detect when someone around you just doesn't feel right and so that's exactly what i want to talk about today is energy vampires and some examples in my life where i was experiencing a lot of these situations or this phenomenon and didn't really quite understand what it was or where it was coming from or what it meant but overall just kind of like god just Something just doesn't feel right here. something feels off. It has been a difficult journey, and I think it's been a you know unsettling and uncomfortable experience for most of us anyway to go through this, whether it has been with a family member or a coworker or even just a complete stranger sometimes where we've just had a brief interaction with them out in public, such as like maybe a grocery store or a place of business, and this person just Doesn't give you the right customer service or a really bad attitude where you felt like you didn't even really provoke it. It happens. We're all human beings. We have bad days and sometimes throwing out that negative energy, it's going to cancel out that positive energy. And equally, to a certain degree, sometimes we do get to choose how we feel or how we respond to things sometimes sometimes. But I also get as someone who's trying to be better every day and learn and grow and become better with who I am, that sometimes it's easier to move past these emotions than others. And sometimes it's harder to move past certain emotions and situations than others based on where we're at with our own need to be spiritual process, maturity, growth, anything of that matter. So let's get started with when I first noticed that Certain people in my life were energy vampires. So it starts when I'm a child. (laughs) Honestly, it did. There would be, well you guys have heard of like when babies get around certain people, they have a tendency to either be at a lot of peace or they cry as soon as they get into someone's arms. That's, That's you at a very early young age being able to detect that energy, that movement, that discomfort. And you're not able to fully maybe articulate that emotion yet or fully process it. But it's something you feel and you have a natural humanly response to it, such as, you know, which would be the baby crying. I've been in those situations where I picked up babies and they've loved to be in my shoulders. I've also been in the situations where I picked up a baby and they were like absolutely not having it. Personalities with people. And I really, really am passionate about this part. But personalities with people are just as subjective, you know, as art, as food, and as your taste in music. There are going to be people in this world that your spirit, your soul, your personality, that you totally vibe with and that you just immediately totally don't. And sometimes you know why and sometimes you don't. But you're really just going off of intuitive feelings that may not be fully developed yet or you may not be fully aware or understanding that it's your intuition that's telling you this that's keying you in that something doesn't feel right but absolutely something didn't feel right and you had an emotional response back to it so for me it started as early as a child and i remember having the memories you know as early as maybe like four or five years old of being around certain family members yes family members (laughs) Because those are often the most people that we encounter uh, mostly and spend the most time around with when we're a kid. And they would make me uncomfortable or I just didn't know why I didn't like them. I just didn't like them. And that went on for several years in my life. And I'm not even going to lie. It caused a lot of like, I don't want to say drama, but unnecessary, more unnecessary negative energy. And I don't wanna say it was all on me because I absolutely don't feel that way, but I'll take my responsibility and hold myself accountable for not being able to articulate what was going on the right way. But there would be certain family members that would get around me and I would see how they treated other people. I would see how they would treat my other family members and then when they would get around me, I'd be like, well, I don't wanna give you the opportunity to be like shitty to me, so I'm gonna avoid you (laughs) as much as I can. And it's been unfortunate because, you know, as relationships change and as time comes through and we all grow, we all continue to go through our life experiences, our energies can either go up at a certain point or they can go down. Particularly, I have an uncle in my life. I don't want to give away which side of the family or anything like that. But when I was younger, I absolutely loved being around him he was just this beacon of positivity and enlightenment he was just such a cool guy i loved hearing him talk i loved engaging with him sometimes when i could and i just loved being able to just pick up on his optimism and who he was as a person he was still and and he still i still love him but i have to keep my distance from him there was a point in his life where things took a turn. He was no longer this optimistic person or whatever and I was still moderately young, probably like in my early 20s, when this relationship with him and I began to change. But he would be saying things or acting in a certain way that I was just like, no, that's not my uncle. This is very unbecoming of someone that I look up to and this is this isn't him. Now, when I say this isn't him, not as if he changed and you know, a a sense of like his, um, who, who is, well, when I say that he changed, not so much in the sense of like who he was, but like how he decided to start reacting to life. Life started changing for him. And instead of continuing to be optimistic about it, and I understand we don't have to try to respond to everything with optimism. We respond to things the way that we feel like we need to sometimes. Sometimes we let our emotions get the best of us. But in this particular instance, he started to let life and the negative emotions get a hold of him. Equally, I can understand that because it's happened to me. I spent literally 15 years of my life being morbidly depressed, and it only got worse and worse and worse and worse until I decided I needed to pull myself up out of the hole. After a while, it became difficult and it hurt but I decided to step away from that particularly part of the family and anyone that surrounded him I decided to create distance and when I would create distance I wouldn't exactly do it in the best way I would just kind of shut down and just play the avoidance game I wouldn't try to talk or reason but quite honestly I didn't know how to I honestly didn't know how to articulate how uncomfortable um, they made me be because I've been in situations before when you try to have a discussion with a family member and it doesn't even have to be a family member. But if you try to tell someone sometimes that they're shitty, right, <laughs> It doesn't. it's not very well received and it probably wasn't the best delivery, but it was the blunt, God honest truth from my heart, which you know, how it bounced around in my head. Then I sent it down to my heart, asked myself how I really felt about it and how I really wanted to express myself, came back down and up out of my mouth that, yo, you're a shitty person. That does not (laughs) always. And I've said it more than once to more than one or two or three people. I just bluntly say how I feel sometimes. But now that I'm a little bit older and I'm going through life and I've had life, Equally beat me up too. I've had to take the time to spend time alone to have these conversations with myself to grow, that I realized that sometimes you can't always say things that's purely from your heart and I hate having to sugarcoat stuff for people I really do because I feel like if I sugarcoat it they're gonna pay more attention to the more pleasant delivery than the actual message but if I just give you just the message some people will dismiss it because it's uncomfortable and they don't like it so it's really a catch-22 sometimes like you really can't have a mature conversation sometimes with an immature mind and some battles aren't even worth going to war over they're not so I just decided to create the distance and going about my way it got lonely um there are a lot of family members that I still don't talk to to this day because they're they haven't decided to change or get any better but I still stay around I still make myself somewhat available I still check on them I still when I see them I say hi and I'm cordial and I'm civil. but now that I'm older it's for me it's kind of not even really worth it and I'm still searching within myself to try to figure it out, but it's not worth it to try to go back and mend relationships that I didn't ruin. Exactly. (laughs) You're like, what? That's not me not using, that's not me copping out or not wanting to use my time to fix something that, you know, can be fixed. It's just me simply choosing to not give it energy and move on. I've, understand equally that there have been points in my life where i've been a toxic person that i've been a negative person that i've been an energy vampire but equally i understand at some point in my life i did understand that and took the time and yes the growth was uncomfortable the conversation was uncomfortable to have with myself but i decided i wanted to change and be a better person there have been some relationships in my life that i've gone back to and have taken the time to try to mend some people have accepted my apologies and decided, you know, hey, this is cool, you're cool, we can put it behind us. And now we've continued to have a beautiful friendship, moving into a second decade of friendship. Some people were just like, yeah, nah, you, you can, you got out, you can stay out. <laughs> and I have to respect that. Not every apology or every person has to um, take you back. You're not always entitled to your closure you don't always have to have closure. I get some people feel like they need it in order to move on, but equally I've seen people who have gotten their quote unquote closure and still wasn't able to move on. And that makes me so sad. But anytime you get around someone and you feel yourself getting sad and your energy is decreasing, that is an energy vampire. These are often the very negative people where, you know, I can't catch a break kind of people, or, you know, it is what it is kind of people. Or, you know, the woe is me kind of people. And I'm not saying that people's problems or their emotions don't matter, but so do yours. You have to take care of your own house first. You have to love yourself first. You have to understand and be able to recognize when something is not healthy for you. Even if it's someone that you genuinely love. I really do have family members that I genuinely loved through the adolescence of my life. But as I was becoming a young adult and even you know, an older adult now, I'm just like, yo, like you've got 15, 20, 30 years of quote unquote life wisdom on me. And I still can't fuck with you because you're on that old, you know, dumb shit. And, and I'm not, I'm not for it. I really try to seek happiness and peace in my life. And you still have chaos and sadness. And it's not that I don't want to help you. It's just, I can't put that energy there. I love myself so much that I refuse to give anything, you know, energy more than I have to when I'm aware that is something that's not very comfortable or good or healthy for me. And so these people, you know, it gets hard because you got to create the distance. You got to take care of yourself. There's been a lot of times where I felt obligated to stay around someone, to want to save the friendship. Like, oh, man. We've been friends for seven years but the last three man he's really been uh treating me really bad saying really bad things i actually had a friend of mine we're no longer friends but it was a young man in my life you know he was kind of catty he always like made these really rude comments but then be like oh girl i'm just playing Uh, that doesn't undo that initially you made me feel bad when I feel like you equally had the decision to not make me feel bad. You could have just not said what you said. Now I'm not saying that I'm welcoming that anyone be fake with me at any point ever, because honestly when I start realizing that someone's changing up their demeanor, When they get around me or purposely acting a different way when they're alone with me versus with a group of other people i really start looking at that individual sideways because i'm like huh if you code switch up with me and other people then how loyal or how much do you actually love me and value the friendship and this is why like i i'm okay with spending so much time alone because i sort through things that make me uncomfortable i try to figure out who i am so i can be my higher self and love myself better and that's something i learned going through therapy that i started back in july of 2018 since then i you know see a therapist i'm not ashamed of that it helps me make more sense of my own emotions sometimes and the more i go to therapy the better at i get with understanding myself and not feeling so drained and down all the time i started that's where i started to understand that how you respond to things sometimes or how you choose to go about certain situations really defines what type of person you are but ultimately you have a choice and when i got older i didn't realize and i didn't didn't really realize even recently in my life sometimes that how other people really impact my energy and how sometimes that when i get around certain people i'm super super excited i'm really really refreshed i'm pumped i'm ready to go like they make me laugh i'm on one we're having jokes and then there's certain people when they get around me i tend to kind of shut down they make me uncomfortable and for a long time i really thought It was just me having social anxiety like really bad. I found all these other reasons or listened to all these other reasons that people would give me that, oh, you're an only child and you're a loner and you're a hermit. That's why you don't know how to talk to people. Uh, Some of that might be true, but I can't say that it's all of it because there are times the evidence is there that there are times that I get around certain people and I am just happy. I leave that conversation feeling fulfilled and in love with life and in love with myself and just so excited to see them again and there are certain conversations with certain people that I can't I don't want to have I can't stand to have I can't wait for it to be over and then when I finally can get out of the situation I feel so empty I feel so drained or sometimes I feel worse than what I did before and I understand that that changes with relationship dynamics. Speaking of relationship dynamics, that's a previous episode of mine. So if you want to like listen to that episode where I talk about how people go through changes and how relationship changes um, affect move you know affect us moving forward and affect how we feel and how we look at a person, how that can change over time. Um, It certainly does affect how our energy goes up and down with them. There's even been times in my marriage where the energy would be really good with one of us, but bad with the other. And because we're such in close quarters and we share a living space, we share two lives are coming together, trying to go on this life journey together. That sometimes if I have the energy to give my partner, I give my partner. If my partner has the energy to give me you know, my partner gives the energy to me, but equally, I understand it is my responsibility to choose how I'm going to resolve my own inner problems and not let someone drain on my energy and leave me ple- depleted, and leave me feeling as if I don't have anything. Energy vampires are interesting. Sometimes they don't know that they're an energy vampire. Sometimes people slip into their de- their own depression, and they don't even know that it has become their norm to go around demanding the attention, demanding the affection, demanding the energy from you because they don't have any. I hate how sometimes I've had friendships where I've enjoyed being around someone for endless hours or endless days at a time and then something goes wrong in their life and I'm like hey it's okay let's talk about it and all I hear about is everything that's wrong, everything that's wrong. And now every time I come around you, I feel bad. I anticipate having a bad time. And, you know, that's not fair. I shouldn't anticipate negativity or anything wrong like that of that nature. But I begin to want to avoid that person. And then when I start trying to take a step back and, you know, what's what's really bold and daring about these energy vampires sometimes is that they tend to think sometimes that they're calling you out for being a bad person when you're like, Hey man, you don't even, you don't fuck with me no more. You don't come around. You know, I thought we was cool. And you try to start to have that conversation about, Hey man, like I'm not really feeling the energy right now. It's not cool. And because it's uncomfortable, comfortable for them to hear that you don't want to be around them. They get angry. I've equally seen the statuses uh, that people post on Facebook and Twitter about, you know, people only want to be around you when you're up, but they don't want to be around you when you're down. Can you blame them? (laughs) Can you blame them? But equally, if they're like a really good friend, they probably did try to like lift you up. They probably did try to spare some of their energy to give you the enlightenment and you just kind of shrugged it off or dismissed it. Like everybody's always saying, you know, look up and keep your chin up but it's not it's not that way for me well it it could be but it's up to you to kind of change and break those patterns sometimes it's up to you to go out and create the life or the version of happiness that you want and so for me because i pursued so many different facets of my life that a lot of people that i used to have in my life you know would get frustrated or look down on i got kind of used to very early in my adult life at going at my own goals and journeys alone i got really used to having transient friends i got very used to people you know being cool with me you know one moment and then i would switch up my own life trying to figure it out for myself nothing nothing against them and then they would be like oh yeah you know When I became a police officer, I actually had like three people be like, oh, man, you you one of them now? Man, I can't fuck with you no more, man. That's just not cool. And, you know, it could have been on some self-righteous stuff. It could have been that they've had a bad experience and maybe they had trauma with the police. You know, I'll never know. But for the fact that someone was willing to say that, um, told me that they were very comfortable in letting me know that I wasn't worth or what they thought was worth still keeping in their lives because of an occupation change or a career change or a different direction because they had their preconceived notions about the content of the character of that career or that it may change me. And there have been times in my life where I've realized, especially with the police department, that, hey, this is this is not my swag, this is not, I don't have the personality for this, I'm not down for this, I'm not interested in trying to find another department to work for, this was my first experience with this, and I'm good, I don't need to do this anymore, because that is essentially what happened with me working at the police department, and so... And even with jobs and, you know, speaking of that and careers as such that matter, even with jobs, I've had really, you know, depressed, angry managers that would take it out on the whole staff just because they have something going on at home. But they're one of the first people to tell you to leave your drama and your stuff at the door, but they're running around the office acting like a tyrant. It just gets really interesting that sometimes energy vampires don't know that they're actually energy vampires. And it's very, very hard to shine light on a vampire. And so for me, it gets difficult sometimes that when I have to take a step back from someone or the best way to do it, because everyone responds to different traumas and different emotions very differently. We can all feel and watch and see the same things happening and all have a million different responses. It happens every day. Doesn't matter, like you can get on Facebook or Twitter, any type of social media really, and someone could post something and you can just immediately, whether they know the people that are commenting or not, so many different responses to the same context the same content that we all just equally saw so that tells me right there that i shouldn't expect anyone in life to ever feel or totally 100 percent understand where i'm coming from but equally they should be aware of it because there's enough people out in the world that feel the same way i do but just as many people who don't and then it just breaks off into so many different branches but i've learned to protect my energy now by just avoiding things that make me feel uncomfortable as much as I can. And if I can't avoid it, then maybe there's something in there for me to learn. Maybe there's some growth for me to get. And this is why like, I really, 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 really stress like the daily mantra of stop doing things you don't like because that just doesn't include like a job you hate or I don't know, food you don't like to eat (laughs) and just from small to big things, but that also includes people. And there have been times in my life where I've noticed people had to take a break from me because I've been going through some stuff and I didn't feel like there was that, you know, any hope at the end of my tunnel, but the people who love you, the people who want to be there, they circle back around. It's like currently here in my life. I have a friend of mine. When we first started hanging out, the vibe was like really great. It was really good. I really enjoyed her company. We had like very similar interests, a lot of the same humor, but lately, things in her life have changed, and she's like having a hard time adjusting to those changes. And, you know, it's okay that you lean on me sometimes, but it's not okay that you start to drain me. It's not okay that when I tell you or I try to give you advice that, hey, just spend some time alone, try to figure it out. Hey, it's gonna get better. And you're like, no, no, it's not. And then they go out and do something, you know, outlandish or crazy or something that ends up hurting you. And it just gets like really nasty. And I just kind of made a decision recently to just spend less time (laughs) around this person. Not totally walk away, but spend less time. And I've found that I'm a little bit more peaceful. I have more time to do more of the things that I like doing. And, you know, it sucks because, like, I miss my friend. But that's not, like, really my friend right now. She has become an energy vampire. So you got to, like, step away sometimes. You got to take a break. It's not healthy for anybody to constantly be in a negative environment that's kind of like why i had to move away from my mother at such a young age you know i remember my you know with my own mother and my own father that when i was younger you know things were good the energy in the house was good but when they started having you know relationship issues or they would start arguing in the home i would feel this this sadness this weight as a child as a teenager i would i would hate it i would hear them arguing and i'd be like god please stop arguing but as a kid You know, we like to devalue children's opinions and feelings because we just because we feel like they're little people that they're that they don't still think that they don't internalize. You were little ones, too. I I know a lot of us have had that moment where we're watching something go down in our own household and we wish we wish it could stop. And the moment or like the few of us that had the courage as a child to speak up and say, hey, you know I want you guys to stop fighting or like can this stop and your parents just totally dismissed how you felt entirely because you were a little person you were told that your job was to be seen and to not be heard and that's just awful in my opinion I'm not saying let your kids tell you what to do but I'm equally saying maybe you should talk to them and listen sometimes because you were once a little person too and I would hate if you know I ever had children which I don't think I will that if my kid, or I said something terrible to my kid and my kid tried to check me and I told my kid, fuck off. Like, (laughs) I know what that feels like. So I wouldn't want to do it to another little person or another individual, you know? And so for me, it's like, you have to be mindful of, who your energy increases around and who your energy decreases around. Because if you're around someone and you're constantly feeling sad and they're constantly, woe is me, and you have tried to be the voice of reason out of love for this person, out of compassion and empathy for this human being and they're just not getting it, it's best that you just take your your own energy and guard it and take it elsewhere. Otherwise, as long as you continue to stay around that person is going to drain you, and that's not good for you, and it certainly doesn't help them. They might call it venting. They might call it, oh, I just want to talk about it, and that's fine. We can start there, but if it gets to a point to where that person is not making any true effort, any true... Drive towards making their situation different or how they feel about themselves or improving whatever is wrong and that's making them uncomfortable to a place where they can move away from it and be happy and have a better quality of life. Then sometimes you just gotta, you know, quote unquote, take the L. You have to separate and move away from it. And that's why I'm like, yo, some people are energy vampires and don't know it. And just like I said a few moments ago, like I have been guilty of being, you know, that energy vampire but equally now that i'm aware that, that this is a thing and i have control you know i can choose how i respond to certain situations then now i respond to different situations and i do what i do now i i move on i create the distance no i don't like it it's not very comfortable uh, <laughs> sometimes but you have to do what's best for you you really do There's nobody else in this world that's going to be able to love you the way that you love yourself. There's nobody else in this world that's going to be able to talk to you the way that you can talk to you. Like when you're in there in your own head by yourself, I get that sometimes the thoughts and the emotions are just pelting you so damn fast that you have a hard time rationalizing or sorting them out. But this is where like spending time alone, having the uncomfortable conversation with yourself and trying to work through it and spending the time to work through it instead of just shitting on other people all the time. Cause like, I'm not okay with that. And I have called friends out that I loved about, Hey man, like every time I come around you, you know, what's going on, let's talk about it. And I appreciate those who have chosen to talk about it. And I have appreciated those equally who didn't choose to talk about it because they have a right to privacy. They have a right to wallow. They have a right to make their own choices about how they're going to react to certain situations when you're presented with them. So on that note, I just want to say, like I always say with you guys, even with energy vampires, even with people, not necessarily always with things, but stop doing things you don't like. It's the only way that you can be happy and you're supposed to be happy. You're not supposed to be sad. Guys, make sure you check out my website, larueart.com shop for the daily mantra. Stop doing things. You don't like merchandise. And also, if you like my art or you're interested in what type of art I do, check me out on Instagram at mo, M-O underscore larue, L-E-R-O-U-X, art, A-R-T, and you can find me there. Also, I'm on the other social media platforms too. You guys take care and you have a good one. And again, stop doing things you don't like.